up. And they roll with us. Talk Recorded live. Well, hello there. We are uh, gathered here this evening <laughs> to welcome in the Common Sense Agenda for Ragtag Patriots. And I'm hope, we're glad that everybody's here this evening. So um, we'll go ahead and get started this evening. And uh, initially, I'll just call the, the meeting to order and uh, see if we can't have um, a roll call this evening to see who's joined us thus far. I see, uh, can you one at a time let me know who's here, CC Music? Uh, Marla, I'm here. Hey, Marla. Hi. How you doing? Barbara. Barbara. Patricia. Did I hear Pat? Pat and Patricia are here, yes. Pat and Patricia. Patricia. Or Trisha? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. And um, looks like we're missing Mark and I'm trying to think. Of, oh, um, Stacy and Brandy. Does that sound about right? Ashley's here. No, no. Stacy and Brandy and Mark is who the the ones that were here before that I'm missing so far. <clears throat> and Mark, okay. And I'll tell you what. Just go ahead. Um, I'm gonna grab um, my. Uh, I'm gonna grab something real quick. So hang on, just one second. I'll be right back. Ashley, if you'd like to go ahead with the meeting minutes that, from last week, that'd be great. Last week's minutes. Um, it was on ten six two thousand sixteen. The meeting opened at 8.02 p.m. by Jill. Um, we talked about immigration and how we were going to break immigration down for the common sense agenda, which would include the visas, the student and work, E-Verify, H-1B, political asylum, uh, price tag of legal immigrants, of legal versus illegal immigrants, process and review, which would be vetting, um, catch and release, deportation, cost for U.S. illegal uh, immigrants for benefits. Example would be welfare. Um, and then we assigned each, per- well, each person picked what they would want to research. Um, we had Brandy for deportation, Barb for process, Pat for review, Mark was U.S. laws that relate to immigration and price tag. Jean was a visa student versus welfare, or sorry, student versus work. Marlo was citizenship. Trisha was E-Verify. Um, Ashley was refugees in political asylum. And Jill was Obama immigration. The meeting adjourned at 9.35 by Jill and Barb seconded. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate that. Okay. Um so how's everybody doing on uh, what the assignment was for them? Now, like I said, Brandy's not here in the house. Mark's not here yet. Um, and you had said Barb. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't have Barb on my list for assigned on the meeting minutes that you sent me. 
So can you check that email out, Ashley? Uh, and yeah, I can. See if you can't redo that one and add her in. Okay. Just double check that what the people were assigned to look up. Yeah, I don't know why that missed, but um, I heard you read Barb, but I didn't see it in front of me. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I don't know, Barb. How in the world did we leave you out? I have no idea. It happened, it happened all my life. <laughs> well, and we need to be able to get you into your email too. Uh, as a matter of fact, I want to be able to get with um, I want to be able to get with Fabian about um, you know our now that we're starting into this where we're actually going over the various topics and discussing them and sharing information about that you know mutual place where we can meet up to do that. So you know where we can share documents because I have a document on Obama's Obama's agenda um, and I was able to locate actually. Um, everything he's done from month to month and the date with that it was associated and what, what happened at that particular moment for the entire time he's been in the presidency that relates to immigration. So it's about 98 pages, and I figured I'd share that when we have time. Uh, not the whole thing, <laughs> but I mean share it with the group as a document so that that way you can all look it over when you'd, when you'd like. Um, and needless to say... I'm going to need some more time to go back over it as well. So um, has anybody reached a place where they feel like they've exhausted all the ability to research and found everything that they felt like they could? Well, you know, immigration is such a huge, huge, you know, undertaking. Yes, it is. You know, but... Really, I, I got so. I got to that place too, Barb. I mean, <laughs> it seems to me like they have comp. It it almost it's almost like dealing with the IRS. Yeah, and I must admit that there was so much going on this week that I really didn't get a chance. I pulled it up a few times, and I just didn't get a chance to take much many notes on it. And I apologize for that, but it's just going to take more than one week to, you know, really okay. get into it. And That's okay. I mean, the what you had picked out was basically the process. Mm-hmm. In other words, step-by-step step what people have to do in order yeah. to become, you know, uh, or to legally immigrate. Um, and right. the problem here is with that is there's so many different ways of coming in. Right. So my suggestion for you would be to just take a, normal everyday person that would be coming in for work and maybe would overstay a visa and just do an example. Yeah. Something along that line. So that we can see the basic process of right. how it works okay. to become a citizen. Okay. That might ha- help you to make it a little bit easier because there is so much on there to try to find. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's why I tried to break it down like we did, um, you know, in terms of political <coughs> asylum and, and um, you know, coming in on the visas and the different kinds of visas and the green cards versus having the visa and the whole nine. Um, I don't know about you all, but um, I feel like I ran across today the Democrat agenda for why they um, are pushing to increase the size of government all the time. 
uh, at least I came across something that was that was given as a, does anybody else have a reason that that you think makes any lick of sense at all? Because they can. <laughs> because they can. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, let's agenda. face it. Just looking at immigration, we're seeing that the the government is an astronomical force. It's a huge situation. And in order to get into any one part of it, just like, for example, tax reform, have you guys got any clue, idea what we would be going through on that? (laughs) So, however, when the presidential candidates did it, they had some good ideas. (laughs) So I'm not opposed to maybe getting behind one of those. I can get with Fabian about that, but, you know, I thought that they had some good uh, tax reforms, and, you know, we could put four, three or four of those, and see. I know that Ben Carson put one out. I know that uh, Ted Cruz put one out. I believe Trump did. <coughs> pardon me, Trump did. You guys are going to have to pardon me. I have been dealing with a horrible, horrible cold, and so I'm feeling pretty crappy tonight. I'm just going to tell you, it's been like two weeks now of a sinus infection and started with allergies, and I'm about ready to break down and uh, and get an antibiotic, I think. So anyway, um, let me just look here. Um, on the immigration side, um, well, let's say for an example, Barbara, I know that you were looking at process, so that's a little bit bigger situation. Um, let me ask here. Uh, let's see, Marla, you had citizenship. Yeah, you, <clears throat> I'm having the same problem say? with you with my voice. Are <clears throat> you really? I, it must be going around. can't get rid of it. It's, it's just bronchitis. I just can't seem to shake it. Um, and I usually start coughing when I talk. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're both in the yeah. same boat then. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Um, yeah, I uh, I sent you some stuff that I found uh, last week. <laughs> Where did you send it, dear? Um, are you talking about? Oh, I see it here. Yeah, but <laughs> it's in a Word document. Or four, yeah, I've got it here. Four, yeah, four citizenship files. through naturalization. Well, what I'd like for you to do is to be able to go through it and kind of explain it to the group what you were at least found or whatever. So take those same four documents over the next week or so and, uh, and you know, just kind of let us know based on what you were able to find out, um, you know, what you felt the process involved. Okay, it looks like there's applying for U.S. citizenship, 10 steps to naturalization, uh, the fee information, and then the citizenship through, again, naturalization. So... Um, you know, that would be what I would suggest is to go ahead and take another week and go over that. Um, Let me just take a look here. All right. Ashley, what did you have again, dear? I have refugees and political asylum. Okay. And with that, um, were you able to find out of information? Um, to be honest, I'm going to need a little bit more time on mine, too. <laughs> okay. Mark, how is yours coming along? Is is anybody ready? Why is nobody else ready? 
<laughs> well, I've I've determined that what I have what I have, the, the laws and the legal process is nothing more than a soup. It's what? Nothing more than a soup. Nothing more than a soup? Yep. Because the, legal meaning, the laws the laws as written are fine. Don't Excuse me just this. a minute. No one is enforcing them. Mark? Yes. Excuse me just a minute. Um, I only heard the last about 30 seconds. Did I just hear Jill say that nobody was prepared this week? That's not true. No, No, I said, (laughs) does anybody have? We've been going through a couple different. (coughs) First of all, myself and one other person is really sick, but but we're here. Secondly, you know, we have other people that are that are researching pretty good sized subjects. Okay? Yeah. So there's been an, a handful of us that have that re, ex, decided we needed extra time on what we were looking at, what we had found. I explained a little bit about what I found and I'm looking for that from each person. And so some people are prepared and others are not. Okay. I wanted to make sure I understood cuz all I came into was is anybody prepared? Okay. okay. I mean, well, that's I why I'm some, here. I got some stuff on the political asylum, but I don't feel prepared enough to present it to the group tonight. Well, it's right. a lot of information. That's not the issue. I just I heard a part, and I wanted to clarify and make sure I heard the whole thing and understood it. So that's all. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Now, I was oh, yeah, able to... Yeah, I'm sorry you're sick. <laughs> I was able to interview an immigration officer yesterday and he and I got in a nice long discussion about what's really going on in the country and he agrees with me that the laws are there it's not that we need new laws it's just that we need to enforce them Exactly. he's told me stories and I've met with him on a few occasions he's told me stories what about the new ones that Obama wants to put forth well, they good ones too. Most of the no, the ones that no. he's trying to put forth are executive orders, which can be canceled as soon as a new administration starts. Well, like they, I Mac. think that there's been 26 states that have argued him anyway. So well, that's what I read today. The 26 today. states, those 26 states have sued the Obama administration in the federal courts of appeals in D.C. because of those executive orders. Now, will they last past? January, it all depends on who the new president is. What I find ironic was I didn't find anything much about the refugees. Well, the (laughs) refugees are going to be taken up with the State Department. That's a State Department thing. INS and and the immigration services go through Homeland. Homeland Security, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I did find some stuff uh, on the Syrian refugees. Okay, well... Well, when you're dealing with refugees and people seeking asylum, political asylum or religious asylum in the United States, that all goes through the State Department. Those are vetted by the State Department and usually get a fast track in the citizenship process, depending on where they're from and what the circumstances are. Okay. 
Um, do you think? Do you think? First off, let me just say this: Do you think, Mark, that we are clear with anybody, regardless of how they come in the country, via visa, political asylum, refugee, anybody? Do you think that we're no, clear we're with them about how? No, what? we're not. About our laws, and and, no, and they should know, and, and and how it relates to them. Well, one of the problems is where these people are coming from. You have and no way of vetting bad. anyone in Syria, <laughs> much like you didn't have any way of vetting anyone that came from Cuba in the 1960s. Right. right. We let them in because of they were considered political dissidents. We did the same thing with Eastern Europeans and all of this. And for the most part, they assimilated to our culture, and they became good, upstanding citizens. Right. Now, when you're facing what's going on with Syria, there's no true way of vetting these people because most of the records were destroyed. And it's mm-hmm. hard to put people on the ground to vet these people simply because you're in a war zone. So the Obama administration wants to bring these people in and say, well, they're they're political dissidents or they're, they're refugees. Let's let them into the country. Well, there's no way of proving that they're ISIS. There's no way of proving that they're innocent. There's no way of proving any of this. If I had my opinion, if I had my way, we would only let women and children in. We wouldn't let men in in the country who are refugees. Period. Right. Why aren't they back home trying to fix their country? Well, that's the point. What I found was that 99% of of the refugees coming out of Syria... Uh, 99% are Sunni Muslims. Just well, that, that's a Sunni country. Yeah. That's a Sunni country, so right, they're, exactly. all, they're going to be Sunni Muslims. Okay, there was uh, approximately 2,300 Syrian refugees sent, uh, brought in by June alone, but they were, uh, by the end of September, they were reaching for a goal of 10,000, is what I found. But um, just eight of that 2,300 identified as themselves as Christians. Eight. Eight out of 2,300. Well, they left the rest of them back there to be uh, beheaded, I guess. Killed, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I don't mean to be so angry about it, but it it just ticks me off. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of it. I'm I'm really tired, and I'm I'm really worried about this election. But you know, it doesn't do any good to worry. Have to have faith. No, it's really out of our hands. All we can do is uh, know that there is a higher power, and He's gonna do. He's the one that's really in control, as far as I'm concerned. That most definitely. And things were written many many years ago about the end times. And we are in the end times. It's all over the place. We I know. can't ignore it anymore. Well, um, now you were you had looked into Syrian refugees, right? Um, and what was your did you what was was yours over deportation? No, well, no. This is just the the you uh, what how many refugees Syrian refugees in number that came in, but in June, uh, despite the terrorist screening worries, um, 
like I said, there was 2,300, but they were trying to get to 10,000 by the end of September. Um, and Homeland Security said that they uh, had fears of some Democrats that, that of some Democrats that the administration was going to fall short. Um, and like I said, you know, 99% of them are not Christians and didn't identify themselves as Christian. Um, and let's see what else. I can tell you where most of these were placed. Okay. Did you look into deportation, Brandy? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, okay. What so did you... When I uh, found when I found deportations of 2015 are immigration removals, which is the same thing, basically. Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah, we're de- <laughs> deporting them out of the country uh, mm-hmm. because they're here illegally. Right. I did find the. I'm trying to find the list I had. I had papers all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the reason I asked about that was because I had thought that we that you had decided not to take deportation. Um, yeah, because Ashley had they, taken refugees and political asylum. Yeah, I took uh, border patrol and deportation. There you go, border patrol. I knew I was missing. Yeah, I to like lot to both of those. Um, okay. Hold and on. what did you find out on border patrol, hon? The border patrol. Well, I can tell you, the border patrol out of. Uh, uh, the U.S. total of undocumented immigrants in the United States is 10 point. This is in 2010. Now, it's a lot larger since. Right. But this is the la- latest one I could find because okay. it's so many years. Yeah. And they were at 10.8 million. Texas had 1.68 million of those. Um Okay, most of them are from Mexico, 62%, according to DHS. That's more than 6 million. million. Well, no wonder California was in such an uproar then this year, right? No other country even comes close. The runner-up is El Salvador, account for only half a million. Okay. But the rest were from... Guatemala, Honduras, the Philippines, India, Korea, Ecuador. Did, they have, did you happen to see any numbers of uh, of um, uh, any Middle Easterners trying to come across the borders? Any information not, on that? Not just the all I found were um, well the China people from China, but not from Middle East India. That would be the Middle East, right? Yeah. Yeah. I forget how many of those came in. Um, well, best thing to do um, is... <laughs> I wish you a number. I'm sorry. As of 2009. I'm sorry. Just give me numbers. Um, okay. I figured all this stuff out, and I, I didn't get a chance to read everything. Um. 
Okay, Mexico, I told you, was 62%, which was more than 6 million. And El Salvador accounts for a half a million. Right. And the top 10, uh, as of 2009, are Guatemala at 480,000. Okay. Honduras. But I don't see, the only one from the Middle East would be India, and that's 200,000. Okay. Okay. These are undocumented. No. Yeah. These are illegal. Illegal. Okay. Okay. All right. (coughs) So. (coughs) Pardon me. I think that's good to know, though. I really do. I think that's that's good to know. Uh, But there again, it's only been in the last, guys, it's only been in the last couple years that we've been talking about all these Middle Eastern refugees. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're not going to have any real numbers on those anyway. I'm worried about I just was Syrian wondering to see if there was anything out there. Huh? I'm worried about the Syrian refugees more than I am the, uh, you know, the Latinos that come across, you know. Uh, truthfully, but and I did find out where a lot of them went. But Okay. Um, well, now, Mark, you think the U.S. laws are fine just the way they are? No, he's, yeah, they are, if they're enforced, Mark? is what he said. Yeah, the laws are, the laws have been on the books for decades now. Okay. They're, and they're being, so, but they're, they're not they're enforcing change. them? Exactly. Well, no, they're not. And I mean, what, not what's the problem? If we, I need to understand what the laws are in order to know what they're not enforcing, though. Do you know what part of it they're not enforcing? Well, I'm, I'm going to give you a detailed list. I'll email it to you tomorrow. I can email Just whenever. Okay, I will will email you a detailed list of what I have as far as... Okay, because what I'm going to do is if I need to gather it up via email, I can take and and keep all my attachments here and and just make one big document to put out for everybody, and I'll email it to everybody. Okay. See, that's what I was trying to do. That way we all have access to it, okay? Okay. (laughs) I started to do that today, but I just didn't have time. I have like 10 documents already. Or ten okay. five to send you. Right. Well, don't, now, well, here's what I want to do, okay? I don't want you to just send me a bunch of files. What I want you to do is research it, read up on it, because I don't have time to read all this stuff. Oh, I will. I'm going to okay? I need you guys to research <laughs> it, reading up on it, and maybe identify what you think is the most important. And I'll give you an example of what I did with what I found, okay, on President mm-hmm. Obama. As of 2012, he did an executive action, which was the DACA. Everybody knows what DACA is? The DACA. I I found um, a enforcement of immigration laws. Okay. What that basically stands for is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, meaning that, that if they were illegal, they're in the country illegally, they and they can apply for deportation relief and a work permit. Right, exactly. <laughs> so here we are in illegal working legally in our country through mm-hmm. DACA. Okay? Now, after that, he came up with, I believe it was in 2014, DAPA, D A P A, which is Deferred Action for Parents of Americans and Lawful uh uh, permanent residents. Uh, the right. LPRs 
are the people that have the green cards, I would presume. Okay? Yeah. And um, both are on hold due to legal, legal challenges that have come up from 26 different states that Mark was mentioning because these were both being done on his part since 2012 by way of an executive order being try, trying to do it that way. Now, just let me backtrack for a minute because, you know, it's interesting how when we dissect all this stuff and we get into it really deeply like this and we go through all these details, we don't think about what it relates to something else. And I'll tell you what hit me when I started looking at these some of these numbers and what he was trying to do and just kind of the stuff that was laid out before me on the document that I was reading. The first thing that hit my mind was jobs and how they're affected. Oh, yeah. And what I, I came up with was 5 million manufacturing jobs have been lost since 2000. That's just as a result of technology. It has nothing to do with immigrants. Um, according to Rutgers, 20% of Americans, uh, American workers lost their jobs in the last five years. 20% of all Americans. That's a lot. That's too much, way too high of a number. And they according have- to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 2015, or let's go to 14 first, and, well, actually 2015, these numbers don't add up. I found this so ironic. 26.3 million foreign-born persons in the U.S. labor force. Yeah. And a lot okay. of them are federal. But they've federal been, well, now yeah. hang on. They've been touting that over 16% of all U.S. jobs are held by foreign workers. Well, 16% of all U.S. jobs it doesn't come to 26.3 million. So it's actually higher than 16%. I don't know where they got that figure or who came up with these numbers, but I did the math. I simply looked up the overall U.S. population and uh, total in the in the country and, and did the percentages, and it, it's a lot higher than what they're saying because there's 124... As of September 2016, there's 124.73 million employed workers in the United States. Wow. And 19.8 million of them, according to them, are jobs with foreign workers. That's as of this September. Well, so that means there's less of them than last year by the tune of, you know, uh, 7%, 7 million? That's not. Those numbers I don't, the numbers don't add up, is yeah. my point. So exactly. I think that a lot of this stuff that we're getting is from high-paid people that really don't know what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> That's my personal opinion, just being a jerk. But, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, it just it just doesn't come together in the way that it should. So, uh, but the fact is, the matter is, is that with the number of people that there are employed in this country and the number of people that are without jobs who have lost jobs in the last five years, don't you find it just a tad strange that 16%, what they're saying actually is 16%, is 16% of 124.73 million is 19.8 million jobs. And they're saying that 20% of American workers lost their jobs in the last five years. And now, that seems ironic to me, but 
They also said that we're going away from manufacturing and going more service oriented, and that there are a mm-hmm. lot more uh, there are a lot more workers in the American public uh, workforce that are um, educated that need the high paying jobs that they say are not available, and that there's way more low end jobs for low end workers in the service industry. So that's why there's so many immigrants getting jobs. Well, that's how it is right now. The the jobs created by the Obama administration, they weren't high-paying jobs. They were jobs that, for minimum wage or work, mm-hmm. or something, or something within the service industry. Right. Well, you got to also look, Mark, at the fact that they brought in Obamacare, and that sent a lot of companies back into part-time workers. Well, that. That too, but your issue with your with your migrant worker program is you have it on two folds. You have the business the business representatives who are mostly Republican with the Chamber of Commerce and all of this crap. They look to cheaper labor as essential for their businesses. On the other hand, you have the Democrat Party who want these people to come in simply because they need to replenish their voting base. So it's gotcha. it's done on both sides of the political spectrum. Exactly. And the fact that what you realize we have ninety six million Americans out of work right now in a country of, of three hundred and fifty million. That's huge. That's about thirty five, thirty six percent of the population who are not working. And the jobs that are being created are not living wage jobs. They are those minimum wage jobs. They are those lower income jobs because no one wants to build anything in this political climate. Okay. Well, that said, okay, I mean, we have we've got a lot of ground to cover and I agree with you. I, I agree wholeheartedly, Mark. You know, we have to make it um, make it desirable for business people to want to start and own and operate businesses and to simplify things. So, I mean, for me personally, that's why I like to get involved in this because I like to see exactly what's going on and where (coughs) and where I believe we need. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Just based on what you heard, what is it that you find or do any of us find that we need to really change or see about fixing that's part of the immigration system. Okay, first off, I would say have an audit of the visa program, because a lot of the problems with immigration with illegal immigrants, illegal immigrants, is those people overstaying their visas. Okay, well, Jean, is Jean here? I think that she had something come up this week where she messaged me and said she wasn't going to be able to make it. Um, something was going on with a an illness or something like that. Um, okay. Let's let's Or a, a relative focus. that's ill, one of the two, like having surgery type ill. So, um, so I, you know, I'm not going to, we're not going to close this subject out, but what I would like to do, Mark, is let you weigh in and everybody weigh in. You said visas. You think visa needs reform, correct? There no, I are the, no, I think the visa program needs to be audited. It would be audited. To look yeah. at the res- the number of people 
in this country on visas, no matter the type, that are either overstaying their visas or just not le- well, or just not leaving once the visa is up. And that's a big part of the problem. Well, that's just overstaying and becoming an illegal that's, alien. That's, that's overstaying and becoming an illegal alien. But that's one of the major problems. Okay. Now, the other problem of crossing over the border, that's something that could be handled if you let ICE do their job. Yeah. And really, well, why are they not able so to do their job now, do you think? Because you have an administration who wants a new voting base. And it's as simple as that. How is that an excuse for not following the laws? Because if those people get into the go, say you you're from Mexico, you cross the border in California, you find yourself in a sanctuary city in California, and then you start getting government services because the the government of that city will provide you things just because you're illegal. Mm-hmm. Before too long. You have become entrenched in the country. Living in you the may find You may find yourself a wife, and you may have a child. Now, mm-hmm. you can then set up you have an things. anchor baby. So that baby is American by birth because of the 15th Okay, Amendment. so you just gave me another one. we got to eliminate the sanctuary cities, period. Sanctuary cities and birth or babies. I'm sorry, you got to put a stop to something. Well, that would but be repealing part of the 15th Amendment. Oh, well, could, okay, that's true. That, that's true. That, that could be done. Do that. that could be done on a congressional level, but it would probably be challenged and brought forth to the Supreme Court where it would be. Well, returned. if the sanctuary cities went away, that'd be a big step because they wouldn't get their help anymore. Well, that's the only way to do that is if the federal government would cut federal federal funding for those cities. I know, and that's what Ted Cruz said he was going to do. Okay. Okay. So. I'm going to send you about 10 uh, emails tonight. Well, <laughs> since Jean isn't here uh, to go over the visas and for student versus work, uh, Marla, um, you gave me, Tricia, you got E-Verify? Any information on that? What I've gotten so far is for E-Verify, uh, you can do a people search, search arrest records, phone number lookup, court record search, background clerk or check, E-Verify, USCIS, and employment eligibility. Okay. I didn't go into each one yet. Okay. What I'd like to know, too, is do they have anything on there about um, – and I, I don't know if anybody knows anything about this, but I often wondered – You've heard the stories and you've heard the excuses. Some of these people that have caused the terrorism in this country, mm-hmm. um, you know how they've said, "Oh, well, they weren't. Lo- they didn't look on Facebook, which is where they announced, you know, their allegiance to Allah and all this other nonsense." Okay, oh, and crap. or Twitter. <coughs> Why are they not using that as part of this? E verify. Yep. No, they do. They do. They know it. E-Verify is a voluntary program, and so employers are not required to utilize the E-Verify system. And four of the last nine individuals that were on some kind of watch list actually passed the E-Verify system. Okay. Okay. 
And the Obama administration is actually one of their things that they're trying to do before they leave office is phase that program out because it's blocking a lot of, quote, illegal, end quote, aliens, and let's call them what they are, aliens, from getting employment. And they want to flood with as many illegals as they can, which is why nearly 216,000 across this country have registered to vote in the past 31 days. Just yeah. Not. Illegal. Yes, yeah. ma'am. In the state of California, in the state of California, they passed in the legislature. Well, that's just one state. They've only got so many electoral votes. I'm sorry. Still, the entire country, Colorado, Colorado just registered nearly fourteen thousand. Pennsylvania sent out memos, sent out notices to everybody that has a driver's license in their state to register to vote, that if they have a driver's license, they can register. It's estimated that nearly 16 or 17,000 in that state are illegal and have driver's licenses. Right. They can get driver's license and vote. How are they getting driver's licenses if they're illegal? Because each state sets their own each state sets their own guidelines. I'll be right back. i got to make a phone call. There are some states, Washington State, New Mexico, and a couple of others, that use the federal guidelines for driver's licenses, and as a result, they illegals can't get them in those states. But there are a bunch that don't, and so this is a this is a problem. And the e-verify system, where it doesn't catch everything, it has blocked a lot, and that's why Obama is trying to get rid of it. He also shelved what was called the 287G program, which allowed law enforcement to. Uh, request documentation for your right to be in this country. Ashley, would you write that down? You have to have a valid ID to get a license. That's actually, they will waive that. You're, let's see, Caltown, you're in Texas. Um, Texas has some of the tightest driver's license laws in the country. But (laughs) any other states, all you have to have is a document from the Mexican consulate in order to get a driver's license. Okay. I don't know if that works anywhere. Just remember, remember how that how, how that guy that we had come in and speak said that they could go to Egypt in three days, be a whole different person, and come right back into the United States. Yep. So, anyway, that's yeah. all I wanted to say about the E-Verify. Okay. Well, I know Amazon uses E-Verify. You know what? Just between you and me and the fence post, I feel like we're a, we're a country that's got big land and that we're in the process of being invaded. Yes, we are. And I, I mean, I mean, I literally, that's how I feel, especially with these government officials that think that we should do any of all of this stuff. You know, I'm like, let's just close it up. You know, there's nothing wrong with us saying, you know what? We don't have to leave our borders open and we don't have to let any more people come in here for a time, for as long as we think and please. Yeah. Why do we have to continue to open this place up? Because there was the answer to my question, folks. <laughs> Why do the Democrats want to grow the government? Because they believe that growing government has to be done with the increase in the population. Have you all read The Rise and the Fall of the Roman Empire? The Roman Empire didn't fall because there was hordes attacking them. 
when it came down to the Visigoths or the Goths who came down to Rome, the politicians just opened the gate and let them in. The Romans, the Roman citizens, were going to fight to the last man to hold the city. But in the middle of the night, the politicians just opened the, the, the gates and let them in. And, and, and that's what's happening here. And that's exactly that's what's happening, happening here. Exactly. That's exactly what Obama is doing, and that's what Hillary is going to do. We cannot let her get in that office. We cannot them that well, I do have a piece of good news for you guys tonight. Please, okay. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know how much how great everybody thinks of Trump right now, but he's he and McMullen are who we've got fighting Hillary. Okay. Exactly. And and right now, Trump Donald Trump is in Cincinnati as we speak, and my um, niece and my nephew-in-law, if you will, are are down there. And seeing him, and there were 21,000 people inside the U.S. Bank Arena to see him from Cincinnati, and there were 5,000 outside waiting to get in. I think he had like 30,000 down in San Antonio. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's still packing up places pretty good. And I didn't see that, I didn't see that with Clinton yesterday. What? Jill, in the last three weeks, if you combine the rallies for Donald and the rallies for Secretary Clinton, yeah. cumulatively speaking, Donald Trump has reached 1.2 million people. Secretary Clinton has reached 15,000. <laughs> and from a, from a scientific point of view, I'm going to give you an example. It says that in, in Ohio right now, it says that Hillary Clinton is up by two points. Okay, but if you look at all of the attendance records for every event he's held in Ohio, and he's held quite a few, cumulatively speaking, there's a little over 1.2 million people that have shown up. Well, I think it's 1.1 there. It's 1.2 collectively over the last couple of weeks. But if you look at the people that shown up in Ohio, just for him in Ohio, a little over 1 million people. Now, all those aren't going to turn into votes. That's a true statement. But... Scientifically, what you're seeing on the ground and the enthusiasm you're seeing is not matching these polls. Now, the last time that happened, it happened twice. It happened in 2008. 2008's polls were off, um, not not by that Obama wasn't going to win, but by the sheer magnitude of which he would win. Okay, And if you compare and contrast this year's election cycle with 2008, <laughs> We see a lot of similarities with Donald Trump. And I'm going to tell you, I've noticed between yesterday and today when these four women just miraculously after 20 years came out of the woodwork, okay? One of them is a paid Democratic operative out of Florida, by the way. And the Clinton Foundation is another one. Okay. I don't know if that was And his support seems to be growing. And it also Mm -hmm. seems to be true what he said on Sunday when he called out Speaker Ryan for basically abandoning him, and he said, your numbers are going to be hurt by this. Well, lo and behold, what happened when that poll came out this morning about Speaker Ryan's race in Wisconsin? His numbers are down by 12 points. Mm -hmm. 
Now, yeah. his seat itself is not in trouble because he's up by like 23 points. But <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that there is a contingency of people out there that aren't talking about this election. They're not going to speak their mind. They're not going to say things. They're not going to have the yard signs in their yard. But they're going to walk into the poll, and they're not going to vote for a third term of Obama. So no. I don't That's see right. what's happened the last couple of days as a bad thing. I think those crowds are going to continue to grow as they move into Election Day. And don't you think that Hillary should be smart enough to know that? Um, Hillary is trying to – Well, but you got to wait, wait, wait. Listen, what Trump is up against right now is kind of like what all Ted and and a bunch of them were up against going against Trump in the primaries. Trump has a celebrity. She has the presidency from before, she and her husband. That's a big deal to a whole lot of Democrats. Well, it is a deal to Democrats, but if you look at CNN, CNN, PMS, NBC, NBC, and uh, CNBC, the Clinton News Broadcasting, uh, they come out today, and the biggest thing they're worried about, and numbers back this up, and I've been saying for months, is their turnout. Democrats aren't excited about this election. Okay, And WikiLeaks keep sending out more and more stuff. Now, those oh, of you yeah. that are sharing those of you that are sharing the whole Scalia murder thing from WikiLeaks. Oh, I saw I, re- I had to read that one. It's not true. The email itself, I went and read it. The email itself is a whole lot whole lot of nothing and there And how do we believe anything WikiLeaks puts out? Because WikiLeaks has a 100% yeah. Uh, fact check rating since they started yeah. 10 years ago. But I still think that there was uh, a foul play with uh, Scalia because... Oh, I believe, you know, nobody <laughs> murdered with a pillow over their head. I mean, nobody They did not follow the laws when a person dies outside of a hospital. They are to have a full autopsy. That is well, the that's law. Actually, that's actually not true. That is no. the law. When they're that old, you see, in Florida, it when is, my aunt it died, is not true. Yeah. But when my yeah. aunt died in Florida, they usually don't do autopsies when That's people correct. are that old. That's correct. attorney. If they're, if they're in hospice, unless they're in hospital or in hospice care, under hospice care at home, and yeah, they man. die, that's the only yeah, but that's a state-by-state state. That may be just yeah. in Texas, Brandy. That's, that's not, not everywhere because we don't have well, it here either. He died, and he didn't die in hospice. He died in, in Texas. a In Texas, right. the district attorney's mm-hmm. office must request an autopsy. Otherwise, the family can opt out. Now, yeah. if you look back, if you look at what happened, the family can request the DA. But if you look at Scalia's son, Scalia's son didn't it. say anything for two days. When he came out, their proven fact, he received half a million dollars into his bank account from an account in the Cayman Islands. Nobody knows oh, where it no. came from. Nobody knows how it got there. But really? the, thing his, the one thing his yeah. son said was, I like my life too much, so uh, good old dad was sick. Yeah. Okay? And yeah, I don't blame that, him right because he's dead. Right <laughs> he's dead. He's so dead. Why? You know, why put your life at risk and your family's life at risk? And it will come out. It will come out sooner or later. But people need to be careful. 
and just know that that you're playing with a powder keg with some of this stuff. I and know that. When, listen, it would be it would make me happy for Clinton to go down, and I, I hope she does at the end of the day. But I think Clinton going to prison can, takes. I think Donald Trump being in the White House, she she knows she's going to prison. Mm-hmm. I'm no fan of Donald Trump's, but I'm going to tell you. I do think that's one thing he will do. He will take out the Clintons. And yeah. the well, Clinton how's he going to do that if Obama gives him a big fat pardon? Well, now here's the thing on that. That's how you, the way you grab that <laughs> is you grab them through the Clinton Foundation. Because uh-huh. once that Clinton Foundation operates one day past the Obama presidency, a pardon doesn't cover it. Ooh. I gotcha. The pardon only covers up to the day that the pardon was written. Uh, how much you want to bet they close it? Well, they can't because then they would lose face. And as you all know, the Clintons are all about face, especially okay. Bill. So, I mean, ask Monica. <laughs> she knows. Anyway. There's all right. Food and you know it if, if Trump wins. That's all. Well, back at I, it, folks. You know, um, I would concede okay. letting Hillary die warm in her bed in Chapel Hill. Oh. If okay, can we can we scrap that for a minute, please? Okay. I, I would just like to jump in here and um, uh, one second here. Give me a minute. Pat Arnold. Hello? Hello? I'm here. I just had to get mine off mute. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, now, I was wondering, did you have any luck uh, finding out what you were thinking that you were going to do no, with regards uh, to process and review? Barb, since you were yeah. here, can you explain what process and review meant to you? Because I, I think when, when it came up, didn't you suggest it? Well, she was yeah. going to do the process part, and I was going to do the review. review. Right. And I think I was going to be doing the review of the current immigration process. And um, I've had a rough week. My granddaughter's been in and out of the hospital. I have started on this. But um, there's one thing I'd like to make a suggestion. Like, how, how would it work out if each one of us committee members researches our topics and then makes a summary report and sends it to you, and you'll forward it out to the other committee members? And we can review it before the meeting, and then that way, if there's any questions or suggestions on each one of the topics, I think. Okay. um, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, Okay. I I personally think that that's a a fine suggestion. Except what you're asking for is every single person to review every single piece of documentation. No, no, no. Each one does their does their research and then writes up a summary report and send you an email, and you forward out the summary report to each one of us, and then we can look at it and have an idea of what's going on. And so we won't be having to spend a whole lot of time going over every single part of every issue. I, it was just an idea and something that would help save some time. Just a short, just a short summary, not that's the whole thing. Right. Just a short summary. Here's what we found. There is you know. not going to be any short on the border patrol. Short summary. That's what I mean. Yes. You can just write a short synopsis of you know 
this is what happens, you know. And then in detail, when we meet, you know, then you can give your your full, you know. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Like, I, I have like a three-page, uh, or really a two-page. Uh, well, my question was, since everybody's had difficulty with having a full week already, a lot of us have had difficulty getting a lot of information together. So, mm-hmm. so a lot. no, Let's hang see. on. So, um, so with that being, with that in mind, I don't want to add to that. Meaning that we go home, we research, we summarize, and then you send everything to me, and then I got to turn around and send everything out to everybody else to review it before we get into the meeting. I mean, I, I think that the reason that we're here is if to understand each subject it, and to see how we can fix it. If we summarize it, can't we send it out to everybody? Our, summar, our summary? We can email it to each one of them. Okay. Well, everybody doesn't have everybody's addresses. Oh, our email addresses? Yeah, I don't think everybody, unless everybody, I have sent some blanket ones out, but I don't know that everybody got everybody's email addresses. Did you? I I don't know if I saved them in my contacts, but I'll I'll check. check. I just didn't want to have to try to, to, look, I was asking, let's do the research, do a little bit on our own, then come back together and work through it. That was my thinking. Um, what you're adding to is more work well, by doing the emailing and the summary and the everything else. To me, yeah, research it, discuss it, decide upon short, how we're going to move forward with it, then summarize it. But if it's just a short half page or even a paragraph, okay, you know, that's not really that's a lot. To the problem is, is that very there there's a lot of these subjects that I agree are going to be difficult to summarize in one paragraph. There's no way I can do it in one page or or maybe five pages. I mean, my summary is going to be a summary and it will be detailed. What uh, you could do, what you could do is you could you could make a decision to only focus on certain aspects of it, but then we might miss a big part too. You might you might miss. Well, then something. that's when you have to go over it during the meeting. Okay. You know, that that's that's just my opinion. It's just, you know. Well, okay. Well, I have like a. Well, I will tell you what. Why don't we take a vote? The removal process. Um. See what else. Why don't we take a vote? Okay. All right, everybody in favor of uh, doing their research, doing a summary, emailing it to everybody, and then having your regular thing that you're going to do at the meeting, say aye. Well, no, I meant email it to you because then everybody would have to email it to everybody doesn't have a ragtag email. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that doesn't have a ragtag email. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out a way that we can speed things along a little bit. I know each one of these topics need to be discussed 
Yes, and and as we discussed prior to any of these meetings ever happening, with Mark and I talking about it specifically, I know on one of the ragtag programs, I think, was that, you know, when we discussed the common sense agenda, that it was going to take months. Okay. So, you know, if we if we can't, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not trying to drag this out, but it took us three weeks to get started. Yeah. I don't want to drag it out. I'd like to figure out what it is. Would work that would work best. Um, how we can compile all this information together and put it together and get it get it out to each one of them so that everybody. Right. It was a suggestion I threw out, and you know maybe we can fine tune it or do something with it, but just some way so we can go and don't have to go through every single little. Well, that's what that's it what this or was it that. I understand, Barb, and here's the thing. I talked to, to Fabian about it. Is this Pat or Barb? Okay. Sorry about that. Um, when I was talking to Fabian about this, he had talked about getting a um, a page together so that we can have our documentation all there so that we all have access to it. That would be wonderful. That would be a lot easier because then we could save it there and and you know I think that when we talked about it he mentioned the admin at Ragtag Patriots like everybody would send it there and then uh-huh. you know ask for it to be um, added to the common sense agenda document file you know that's something that I want to get with him about and I have not done so that's not okay. you know I just haven't gotten with him about that and I can do that and you, and that that way you can go in there and you can look at whatever you can. We all can. Yep. Well, and as it stands right now, see with my email in Ragtag, I've got everything that's been emailed on a on as an attachment stays under my attachments. Okay, they're all there, <laughs> so I can go look at them pretty much any time. I think they're there. Just a second. No, that's bookmark thing. And okay, there's mail. Who else is sick? I'm that's, sorry, do what? That's CC music. Who else? Mark, I've been sick for months. I can't seem to shake it off. Is that Barb? No. Pat. Mark. Yeah, it's got an attachment viewer here Marla. where I can go into just my documents. It's got everything that we're that we've worked on that people have sent me and everything. Okay. So I can look at all of it. So, you know, it you know if if it comes to me, that's fine. But I don't have a place to store it all, so that okay. everybody can look well, at it. Find out from. Find out from Fabian. Fabian, we, I'll get with him. You can get and that. And we'll see what we can't do with it. Yeah. Send it to the website. And yeah. Yeah, so I think can, that's what he talked about doing, if I wasn't mistaken. What about setting up well, your own yeah. Facebook page? Nah, I'd rather you can, have it. You can website. create your own Facebook page, lock it down. I've had my yeah, own make Facebook Yeah, make it page. a private group so nobody can get in it. Yeah. I'm not on Facebook any longer. And I'm not getting back on. My niece got hacked really bad, 
And they even got into her money. So I'm not getting back on Facebook. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just got to be it's careful and make sure you've got a good antivirus program yeah. and firewall on your system I before you get in. <laughs> and nobody got into it. Yeah, yeah I've had mine for a long time, too. Well I, noticing, well, I started having people post things that I know I didn't post as, as like it was from me. Okay. Well, before so, we go on know, too far outside of... I'm not going to sit still for that. So, Has everybody had a chance to discuss what their topic was or whether or not they were prepared? <coughs> if I miss I'm anybody... Not, no. I'm not sure. If I may, we've spent a week researching this. We need to start asking questions that would pertain to a potential item on the agenda. Now, one of the things, one of the questions I'm asking myself, where do the problems with illegal immigration really come from besides the southern, besides the borders? And that would be the overstaying of the visas yeah. the and things like that. So I think it would the be... political uh, asylum? You've got well, your political asylum? Well, Wasn't, would no, that be considered? Asylum, no, political asylum, that's a whole different animal. Yeah. People that are overstaying their visas is one of the number one causes, one of the number one problems we have with the illegal immigrants. Right. And we should start looking at the statistics of the visa program, those who are overstaying their visas, and are they being deported or are they just hiding in the shadows? Uh, a lot of them are hiding in the shadows. I have this one document that talks about that. Okay. That's why I said earlier, I think we need to look at one of the items being an auditing of the visa program. Mm-hmm. And with that, you would you do an independent audit of the visa program, and you would find out how many people actually are in the country illegally and how we can get them out. Mm-hmm. Because we can, look up, we can look up immigration from now until doomsday if we don't have any concrete questions that need to be asked. I understand that, Mark. But you know what? Again, I'm going to go back to the fact that very few of us have political science degrees. Very few of us have the knowledge that you do about how the government works on the upfront. So it's important for us to learn some of these things. You know, I mean, I didn't know about E-Verify as an example, what all that entailed. So, you know, we need to have that opportunity first. Now, that doesn't apply to everything that we're going to, every subject that we're going to deal with, okay? And I understand where you're saying uh, we need to come up with questions on how we can better the program uh, on immigration. I get that. But the difference between becoming a citizen versus a green card and a green card versus a visa who all can explain what's the ins and outs of those things? What's the point whether he's a political science major or not? If we don't have an understand, a basic understanding of how immigration works in our country, how are we going to suggest that we fix it? But, he, but he's only explaining to you in his point of view because he has that major, you know, 
that he has that education that to utilize that education in helping us. Oh, he will. God bless him. Yeah, he will. For having that education. Yeah. And I don't I don't disagree. But like but, I said, if we're all gonna participate in this we all you know, then we all need to have an understanding of what it is that we're talking about. What it is we're trying to accomplish. Yes. We have to know what we're talking about to accomplish anything. At least to a point. We don't have to know the ins yeah. and outs of every little bit of it. And we don't need to die look, immigration is huge. You saw there's green cards, there's visas, both there's two different kinds of a work visa and there's you know, the the uh coming over here for an educational visa. There's political asylum, there is um an H one B migrant worker, there is <coughs> we don't you can't just and catch and release. Pardon me? But and then you have different ways of how they want to handle it. We haven't even touched on what President Obama wanted, which was amnesty. But don't condemn condemn Mark for having that education. I'm not condemning him for having the education. It kind of sounds like it to me. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. Like I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to jump off the call. You guys handle things tonight. I've been ill since I got here. No, 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 no. Jill, I really don't feel well, and I'm, I'm not going to be scrutinized. That you said to him, we all don't have a political science. But degree. we don't. That's my point. That's a that. fact. I wasn't I trying to be rude. That. It is a I fact. I know that. I know that. I don't that, think Mark took a by that guy. Girls, come on. I, I don't know that. Mark come on. Come on. I'm just saying that you know we can pick his brain. Pick exactly. his brain. Yeah, we need Mark. Come on. Come on, we need somebody like him. Why do you ladies think that I asked Mark to be the vice chair? That's exactly why, because he had that degree and he would be a big help to us. And I've stated that on more than one occasion. So it's not in disagreement. What I'm simply trying to do is remind Mark that because not everybody here has that education, it's easy when you have it to just go on and, and he could be talking about stuff that we're missing, that we don't understand. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that he'll be glad so to I, I mean, explain it to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll be glad to explain it to us. That's what we need, education. You know, I'm sure that... But that's not why we're here. If we're here to educate, then fine. I would like to do the research and the education to ourselves outside of this meeting and come in here looking for the solutions. And, Jill, in this particular case, you are correct. The whole purpose is to research outside, and if there are questions, then you guys have the ability to email one another as a group and ask these questions and throw them around outside of the meetings. Come to the meetings with solutions or... How can we email as a group? Agenda at ragtagpatriots.com. 
that will get to every single person that is on this committee. There are a couple of emails that have to be added, but if you email agenda at ragtagpatriots.com, that will go to every single person in this group Okay. once I have every email address put in there. Okay. We'll get okay. my email. Ashley, will you get with um, – do you have everybody's email? Um, I just have all the emails that you sent to me on that one email a couple of weeks ago. Then you should probably have them. Okay. <laughs> I thought I saw one that had the email on it. But... I'm going to go look at my sent folder. Hang on a minute. Let me look real fast, Jill. I can tell you. When are you going to go see the doctor? Oh, that's your... Who, me? Yeah. <coughs> you only know. Well, please. I was there yesterday. We'll get some... What do you call it, that? Nighttime. Hot toddy, yeah, that's what that's what's coming. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I need something big time because I I feel like crap tonight, bad. Okay, Alan Parrish. Okay, Alan. Let's see. That's not it. It's further here. One second. Um, I think I have everybody. Okay. I'll go through right. and just can you can yeah. you check with Fabian and make sure he's got what all you do and. <coughs> So that everybody can mm-hmm. okay. So everybody's got that agenda at ragtagpatriots.com. So whatever you want to send, if you want to send documents, if you want to send, um, email, uh, you know, if you want to send a summary like Barb suggested or Pat suggested, which one of you was that? Because you both have deep voices. Both, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have yeah. So much, I have so much that I, I have gathered. Well, Brandy, Brandy, listen. It's like that that document I said that I downloaded <laughs> of, um, onto my system of yeah. Obama. Well, I could start <laughs> talking like this to the hell. I, you know, it's ninety <laughs> pages. I don't think we need to just like completely stuff everything that we find in there for a bunch of ridiculous reading. Just pick out a couple that are you think have really good points of information in it, and that's good enough. Like the U.S. Ex- okay, the the record. Yeah, and the same the thing goes. Like Barb said, or Pat talked about, about one of the two. Both, I'm going to do, I'm gonna do an individual. So I'm going to do an individual process instead okay. of a general. You mean like a summary type thing? Well. You suggested maybe an individual instead of a generalized process, which would yeah, probably be easier. That's fine. And if you have an attachment that you want to send with it, whatever, that's fine too. I just I don't want to bog us down with too much information. Oh, but I at the same, and, and Mark is right that we do have to reach a point where we kind of do research, we discuss the research, we wrap it up, and then we you know, he comes up with questions. I come up with questions. Any of us come up with questions that we could think of based on the information that we've gleaned from that mm-hmm. night and try to come up with something whereby we can make the solution to the problem, fix the solution. Now, um, Ashley, I made a note of what he mentioned earlier. I wrote it down at somewhere here. I don't know if you did or not while we, he was talking. About the visa, 
and it being audited mm-hmm. because people are overstaying them, and also right. what it, what we're going to need to do to eliminate sanctuary cities. I wrote that one down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think we need to also look at where the, what the status is currently at um, with regards to both DACA and DAPA. Fabian, you don't have any information on that, do you? Could you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Um, Obama's DACA and DAPA. Do you have any any updates on that about what's no. going on with either executive order or what the 26 states were trying to do? I don't, but I have nothing new that anybody else don't already have. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, what do you think? What do you all think is going to happen once he leaves office? They're just going to chuck that? It depends on who becomes the president is going to be the big thing. But listen, yeah. there's some other stuff going on right now that have taken my attention. And one of those things has to do with, is anybody familiar with the two cops that were shot last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Boston. Okay. Where at? That, Where was that at? In Boston, Boston I believe. Boston. Yeah. Yes, Boston. Tip of a, that is the tip of a very big iceberg of stuff going on. Yeah. Also, the churches. The churches that were spray painted in Florida. The spray painted symbol that was used on those churches is a call to sleeper sales in the United States. Because they knew if they painted them on a church that it would be broadcast on national media, and guess what? Everybody would see it. And yep. this morning, if you all will notice, all law enforcement across the entire United States was told to go to what's tantamount to DEFCON 1. Oh, man. Which means what? What are they going to be doing? Um, Cops are getting ready to crack down on a lot of things in this country. And they're going to be rooting out people that are anti-cop. They're going to be rooting out people that even remotely look suspicious, very much like 2001 after 9-11. So be prepared. There's going to be racial profiling, which I agree with anyway. I do, too. Um, there's a lot of conflict with people. There's a lot of stuff. What going. do you think there's that, that what is the, what do you what is this called or whatever you were talking about? What the term that I used, DefCon One? No, the spray paint. What was that called or what? Called call sleeper, sleeper cells to activate in the United States. Well, I mean, the terrorist sleeper cells. Right. That's correct. And what are they to do? What are they supposed to do? Well, that's, what, that's what they don't know yet. They've got several agents embedded in some of these things, and they're not releasing a lot of the information. But Jackie was able to tell me that they have their eyes on a lot of places, and they suspect that they're going to go after the power grid. Holy shit! Excuse my language. If you start to see. Up security at TVA's dams and whatnot. That's why. Well, Fabian, I mean, don't you think it's about time for this to happen? Yeah, yeah. close to the election. I can tell you this: after it happened, when it happened after 9/11, I'd wish that I wish they'd have left it in place. Yeah, but this is also this. There's a lot more to it, and I don't want to give a ton of details because part of it's half cocked until I get everything else. But there's a lot more coming that we're going to see between now and January and February of next year. And mm-hmm. so 
unless people wake up and get their heads out of their asses, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. And in the words of Obama, what are we going? What are we supposed to do? Well, we can't let Hillary get in that dang office because she's going to continue on with Obama's plan. Well, now I I understand that, but there's only we so much we can do with that. We got too well, complacent after 9/11. This is, this is something yeah. that we're going to be discussing on our next uh, ragtag radio program. We, we and gotta, we'll have a lot we, more. We'll have a lot more details then, and uh, we're going to start simulcasting next week. So we're going to be reaching a lot more people. Uh, but those details are to come too. So, anyway, just be vigilant, and if you see something, say something. That's the most important thing. Simulcast with who? We're going to be simulcasting with four or five different uh, online radio programs that have an audience base of a little over 150,000 people. So, on two of them, we're going to be broadcast live. So when we start. Uh, starting next week, we have to start on time. We have to end on time because we will be cut off. So we have to make sure that uh, we're doing this on time. I, I told everybody this a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. we are expanding our base. So okay. just be prepared for that, guys. It's a good thing. Sounds like a good plan. Thing. Okay. And that's good the words of Obama, just, the, words of Obama good... at the correspondence dinner, I'm out. Good night, baby. As Martha would say, it's a good thing. As what? Okay. It's a good thing. <laughs> okay, well. so I'm going to turn this up to agenda page. Right? Agenda at ragtagpatriot.com. Yeah, that's what we that's use what we send. to send our information. and uh, And from there, you know, I don't know what he he said. That'll go to everybody that's on the list, apparently. Yes, okay. he's going to put in all the emails. Okay, so yeah. uh, apparently if we're using it this week throughout the next week, um, and you know what, the only thing I would mm-hmm. suggest doing is continue on with what we've been looking into. Uh, mm-hmm. Take more time to do it. I think that's the best way to handle it at this point. And then and when we get in, when we get together next week, hopefully we'll all have our information together. And we can just mark if, you know, if you feel the laws are good where they're at, why don't you plan on trying to put together the list of questions you were thinking of? Hello? Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Does that sound like a plan? Because that way you can think about what all you know with regards to immigration. And in the meantime, we can try to research as much as we can so that we at least are sharing and we're understanding where we're going with it okay and we under if we have a question about something we can maybe look it up from the information that we've shared okay okay that works okay anybody else have any questions for tonight because i Mm -hmm. i feel lousy i'm getting off here okay um when is that page i mean we we can use that email address now agenda Yes, you can. Um, I would again. I would recommend going through, uh, like you had deportation and border control. I'd pick right. maybe one or two of each for each one, and that send those, and then let that be the end of it. And if you want to continue to look through some of the stuff that you have, and share it next week, that's fine. That's what I was going to say. If you find something really important, yeah. A little more, and make sure that they're, you know. Not too much of that, anything. 
but uh, enough of what we need to know. And, okay. And it. <laughs> All right, that's fine. And uh, listen, I I appreciate. Or I'm sorry if I got a little my attitude elevated earlier, but I really have felt lousy. And I have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest. I have pushed it being here. I'm sorry. Okay, I also have a couple of about four pages of uh, or three pages of five things to know about Obama's enforcement of the immigration laws. I did find that. So, (laughs) well, and you know what? We never even touched on. Does everybody understand who and what the Gang of Eight was? Oh yeah, we know. We know. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I know we that know. we originally started off <laughs> we as a bunch of crew supporters. <laughs> yeah, we know. And if you were a crew supporter, you know about the Gang of Eight fight yeah, when it went down. Yeah, <laughs> we know. Yeah, we know. Oh, okay. Go get some antibiotics, will you? Yeah, I'm going to. I, I really need to because, yeah, you, you got that right. I went to my doctor and they didn't want to give me any because they didn't know. We didn't know at the time that it was viral. Or we, oh, if no. it was maybe just viral, but I yeah. I can tell that sounds, it's not now. So like a hello, we'll be going back. <laughs> sounds like a bacterial thing. Yeah, yeah. So okay. anyway, you guys have a great one and uh, okay, and take take care. Okay, you and too. meeting adjourned. Too. Meeting adjourned. And I, uh, I will I be talking with you all in a week. <laughs>